Welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast, bringing you hints, tips, advice and inspiration as you walk your path to living a rich and full alcohol-free life. Discover why sobriety is the most loving gift of self-care and self-love and how you can feel empowered and joyous with your choice to live the abundant life of alcohol freedom that you deserve. I'm Gail MacDonald, coach, teacher, mum and tea drinker, living a life of alcohol freedom and I'm here to help you to transform your relationship with alcohol in a way that feels good so you can live the life you deserve without alcohol holding you back. Good morning everyone and welcome to this podcast with me Gail from Sober Bliss. Today I'm going to be talking about how to celebrate when you're sober and why you should. But first of all, I just want to check in, see how you all are. Um, It's a lovely day today. I've just got back from taking Nico to school. Joshua is at home studying. He's got a few more exams left to take and then that's it. We're all off for the summer. So looking forward to that and counting down the days. I think there's only a couple of weeks left, so not long to go. So yeah, I've just come back from taking Nico to school, I've had a cup of tea, I've changed into my pyjama bottoms this morning because I'm in my car and we have leather seats um, and I don't want to stick to the seats in my shorts, so I got changed. And just a word about my car, actually, I do sit in my car and record my podcasts. I was talking to one of my lovely one-to-one clients yesterday and she asked me, do you really sit in your car? And yes, I do. I mentioned it to my husband, actually, and apparently the car has actual soundproofing. It's an Audi A6, I think, and it has actual soundproofing. So it's not just a random car that I sit in. It's an actual recording studio so that's just I love it and it's nice and warm in the car today I think the last time I recorded my podcast it was really cold and I had my blanket and but today it's really warm in here so I think I will have to get organized and do morning recording sessions because I don't know if you know this but I live in a a big warehouse like an actual warehouse with a tin roof and in the summer it gets really hot and it's just like a giant greenhouse basically and the car is inside the warehouse so anything after 10 11 o'clock and it gets far too hot so early morning recording sessions I think will be a thing for the next couple of months anyway today we're talking about celebrations and celebrating when you're sober. Now we're going to be touching on different things that we can celebrate. So I'll be talking about, for example, celebrating your sobriety milestones. Things like your first Friday night when you don't drink, your first week, your first month or whatever milestone you've set yourself. 
And it can also be things like celebrating little events, you know, when you have people around or if you go out um, for lunch or whatever and you don't drink. Um, and it's important to celebrate all of these occasions, all of these milestones, all of these events, anything really, including, I don't know, maybe surviving a family crisis or handling a difficult conversation, getting help, you know, if you've reached out for help, then that is a cause for celebration as well. And we'll be looking at the lovely things as well like celebrating birthdays, anniversaries, new jobs, moving house and anything else that comes up in your life that you might like to celebrate. So before we dive into this in more detail, because I'm talking about celebrations, I just want to celebrate some of the wins that my clients and the lovely members of the Transform Support Membership have been telling me about lately. So lovely things like end of school. I think we're all celebrating that at the moment. And quite a few of the members are teachers actually. So celebrating end of school from a personal working point of view and also, you know, kids are coming to the end of school as well. Other things like 21 days sober three months sober, a family lunch when, you know, brothers, sisters, wives, girlfriends all came around and she didn't drink. And this is the first big event that she's had since sobriety. So we're definitely celebrating that. Somebody else just recently celebrated a year of sobriety. We've had a wedding anniversary, Mother's Day as well. That wasn't too long ago and a lot of my members said that it was the best Mother's Day that they had and I'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, three months sober, 50 days sober and a lovely weekend away with work when everybody else was drinking and she didn't. Now that is cause for celebration and we do celebrate regularly in our membership meetings, in the WhatsApp group, you know, we're all there celebrating, celebrating each other all the time. And it's important that we do that. It's important that you do that. So why is it important to, to celebrate? And why is it so difficult when you are newly sober? Um, well, first of all, let me just talk about what it feels like to celebrate when you're sober. I am just over three years sober, so I've had quite a few things to celebrate, you know, birthdays, Christmases, all of those things. But the one thing that stands out for me and for the members of the Transform membership is that it's just so wonderful because they are actually there in the moment. And I mean really present with family or with friends. And they enjoy the day, the event, the evening for what it is, you know, not because of the alcohol. So let's take Mother's Day, for example, that I mentioned before. It was the best for so many of our members because they enjoyed the whole day with 
their family, with their kids. They allowed themselves to be spoiled and looked after. You know, they didn't feel guilty about being lazy, having a lie-in, eating cake, eating chocolate, um, because it was their special day, um, and that's what they wanted. They allowed themselves to celebrate and to be spoiled. And it, it's about spending quality time, you know, with the people that you love, whether that be Mother's Day or any other occasion, and just having a really special day. Nothing else is needed on days like this. You know, the day itself, the occasion is what makes it special. It's, there's no need to make it better or, you know, even more lovely than it already is. It just is. And when you're so used to celebrating these things with alcohol, you kind of forget that it's just the occasion that is special and wonderful. And when you're not drinking, you can really enjoy each and every single moment. So why did I decide to talk about this today? Well, personally, I've got a few things that we'll be celebrating, hopefully, anyway. My eldest son, Joshua, is finishing his last exams at school. Hopefully, he'll be moving on in September. So we want to celebrate that with him. He's also got a driving test on Thursday, so I'll let you know how that goes. And again, I'd love to celebrate him passing his driving test. Especially because it's so weird how they do it over here. Not like in the UK. Um, just going off tangent a little bit here. You, you can tell me what it's like in your country. But I remember having my lessons and it was just me and the instructor. And we drove around and did all the things. But over here, there's a car full of students. And you're out for maybe three or four hours. And they all take turns to drive. But yet you've got other students in the back when you're driving. Don't think it's like that for the exam. Hopefully not. But I would find that really distracting. So celebrating him for doing all of that and getting through it and hopefully passing his exams. Um, so yeah, in general, I do think that we've got a lot to celebrate right now. We've got a lot to be thankful for. You know, we're coming out of lockdown. The weather's warming up. Hopefully, where you are anyway, it's warming up. Maybe we're seeing friends and family again. And maybe you're celebrating the fact that you can go out. But, you know, if, if these things are a little bit scary for you, if you're nervous about going out and mixing with people again, then that's totally understandable. I'm kind of feeling a bit the same way, actually. And I've written a blog about that. So if you are wanting to celebrate this newfound freedom, but you're a bit scared and nervous, then check out the blog on how to protect your sobriety after lockdown. And I leave the link in the show notes. So, um, yeah, about my own celebrations. Uh, I want to talk about a few things that I've got to celebrate coming up few things that I did celebrate and how I feel about celebrating and how recently when I had something quite big to celebrate I was actually at a loss as to what to do 
And I want to talk about why that happened to me and why it can happen to you too. So when I first stopped drinking, I celebrated every single day. For about the first 74, 75 days at least, before I forgot to keep counting the days. Um, and I celebrated my sober days by writing the number down in my diary. And I would put a little smiley face next to the number. And I would just sit there, look at the number, look at the smiley face, and just feel really good and proud of myself. And every evening when I went to bed, I would celebrate by saying a little thank you and giving myself a pat on the back. It was important to me to acknowledge and celebrate every single day. Later on, when I was around maybe seven or eight months sober, I can't remember, I celebrated my birthday and this next milestone by getting a tattoo I then celebrated my first year of sobriety with a cupcake, which was delicious. Year two was celebrated by cake again. And when I hit three years sober, we went out for the day and we had lunch out in the local countryside. We ate um, sandwiches that we made in our little outdoor kitchen, which was lovely. And then when we got home, I made a cake again and I had a nice cup of tea and cake in the afternoon. So I do tend to celebrate personal and business wins with food, you may have noticed that. And I do like to cook something nice and make an evening of it with my family. Maybe we'll have a movie night, maybe I'll make something special or really nice dessert. It's just about getting everybody together, acknowledging and celebrating what has happened. And, you know, I celebrate lots of things, really, not just my sobriety milestones or kids passing exams. I might celebrate having survived a difficult week by lying in bed a little bit longer on a Saturday. Or I might buy a new book or treat myself to something small, like a candle or a new lip salve. Is that the word? You know, the Vaseline that you put on your lips? Well, anyway, one of those. Something small. And the point is that this celebration of yourself doesn't have to be anything big or extravagant or planned or huge or significant. Although it can, if you want it to be. It can be as simple as going for a walk by yourself or having 10 minutes extra in bed and there's lots of different ways to celebrate and I want you to think about what you can celebrate also. I don't think we do enough celebration of ourselves especially in this journey. We tend to focus on the maybe the little slip-ups or focus on the bad things but really we should be focusing and celebrating all the good things that happen on this journey, no matter how small they are. In fact, celebrating the small things is important. For example, when I first started my membership, the Transform Support Membership, back in January, um, I drew in my little notebook 
um, some little hearts around the words supportive community because that was my dream, that was my vision, to bring together people in a wonderful, uplifting, supportive community. And whenever a lovely new member joined, I would colour in the heart as a way of celebrating this lovely person joining our safe, supportive community. And I still do that. Every time a lovely member comes along and joins us, I colour in a little heart to celebrate that person. And recently, I was quite excited to celebrate something a bit bigger in my life. And something weird happened. I didn't really know what to do or how to celebrate. Of course, um, I made a cake. But I just felt like I needed to do something a bit different, a bit more special. And because it was a big thing for me, I suppose, this thing that I wanted to celebrate. Um, and I thought, yeah, I have to buy something special, spend a bit more money, or maybe a little bit extravagant. But I didn't really know what to do, how to mark the occasion, how to celebrate. Um, so I'm part of a business mastermind. And I asked the lovely ladies in there for some advice about what I could do, how I could celebrate. And some of the things were quite interesting. I got ideas such as um, treat your husband to a meal, buy your husband some golf clubs. And I think the point of the golf clubs was so that he would go off and play golf and, and I would be left with some alone time. Um, my husband doesn't like golf. We'd live absolutely nowhere near a golf course. But, you know, it was a nice thought. Other ideas were learn a new hobby, do something that you've always wanted to do, whatever that might be, and actually start writing a list of things that you'd like to buy, things you'd like to do, experiences that you'd like to have, and treat yourself. You know, just pick one when it's time, and then do that thing to celebrate. And I quite like the idea of having a ready-prepared list of things that I can do or buy or experience when it's time to celebrate again. Um, but the key piece of advice that I got was allow yourself to really treat yourself and enjoy yourself. It doesn't actually matter what you do or how you celebrate, but it's important that you do so to acknowledge the win, to really, you know, connect to those feelings of having achieved something that you perhaps didn't think you could, to get into the energy of it, knowing that there will be more reasons to celebrate in the future, that the good things will keep coming, and always, always celebrate yourself. So what did I do then for my big celebration well I actually I sat down and, and I thought about what it is that I really wanted to do and I thought okay well I'm just going to allow myself to have it and I've been wanting a new Fitbit for for quite a while actually because mine stopped working months ago and it was so frustrating because the battery would keep running out and I would be forever charging it 
and I was going to wait, but I thought, no, I want a new Fitbit. So I bought a new Fitbit and I love it. And I've also been thinking about taking up knitting. And this goes back to what one of the ladies in my uh, mastermind said about choosing a new hobby. So I've been thinking about knitting for a while. Don't laugh. But it felt wrong to kind of splash out on the wool and the needles and all of that, even though they don't have to be expensive. But I also felt guilty about spending that time on myself. So that says a lot about, you know, where I'm at currently with things. I need to work on that a bit more, I think. So yeah, I felt guilty about, you know, saying to everybody, okay, I'm going for my knitting class now, just, you know, do your own thing. Especially when there's so many other things that I could be doing. But I've been thinking about it for such a long time. The thought hasn't gone away. So obviously it's something that I needed to explore. So I bought the wool and the needles. And I've got a wonderful friend who is going to teach me how to knit. So I'll keep you updated on how I get on with that. So that is how I celebrated my big thing. And obviously I'm sober, I don't drink and it's just so different from any kind of celebrations that I've done in the past because naturally we associate celebrating with drinking. Actually not just celebrating, you know, in our society and culture, celebrations, commiserations, anything really is an excuse to drink. Everything tends to revolve around alcohol. You know, we've been celebrating with a drink forever, so it's hard to imagine doing anything different. It's that association. Everything's a reason to drink, and the thought of celebrating without alcohol just seems weird because we've never done it before basically that's the only reason but I know that people who've told me that they've been doing dry January or dry July or sober October and they set themselves this goal I'm going to stop drinking for 30 days and at the end of it I'm going to celebrate having reached my 30 day sobriety milestone by having a drink which I feel is is missing the point altogether. Although I kind of do understand their thinking to a certain extent. I don't agree with it, but it is that association. You know, we've achieved something. We've set out to reach a goal. We've achieved that goal and let's celebrate it by having a drink. But the thing with sobriety or living alcohol free is that it's a way of life for me anyway and for many of the people who I work with it's not just about you know stopping drinking for a certain amount of time it's a choice to live differently it's a choice to be more aligned with your values more truthful to yourself you know getting back to who you really are it's a lifestyle choice so if you are on this path then to me celebrating, whether you set yourself a goal of 30 days or 90 or 100, 
celebrating this goal with the thing that you're trying not to do just doesn't make sense to me. And another point about celebrating with alcohol, it's it's like we're using the alcohol to try and make the event, the occasion better. We're trying to enhance it somehow, extend it, make it last longer. But really, when we drink, the thing that you are celebrating and the way that you are celebrating it actually gets diluted, even forgotten in some cases. Because, you know, the more you drink, the more the alcohol takes over, you just want to drink more. And it becomes less about the occasion or the event or the celebration and more about the drinking, which is just a, it's such a shame really. But I get it. I used to celebrate like this all the time. And more often than not, I wouldn't remember what we actually did. I wouldn't remember the celebration because I just drank through it. And remembering what you celebrated, how you did it, is is part of the joy. That's the whole point, I think, of celebrating. Not to, you know, just drink your way through it and have a blast, but then forget. It's about marking the occasion. It's about sitting in the moment, which is important when it comes to celebrating yourself. You want to really get into the energy of just how well you've done and and connect to that. And by drinking, then it just dilutes everything, it spoils everything, and you don't get that connection at all. So we're not talking about, you know, if you've done dry January and you do want to celebrate that. This is more about longer term sobriety and how to celebrate those moments that will come up along the way. And obviously you don't want to drink because you're on this path. But it's important to celebrate your sobriety milestones and all the things that you are achieving on your journey. No matter how big they are, no matter how small they are, they all deserve to be celebrated. Even if you just take a moment to yourself and acknowledge how well you're doing. You are doing so well. And that deserves to be celebrated. Um, So how do we celebrate? Well, on Fridays, for example, in my Blissfully Sober Facebook group, we have a Celebrate Your Wins thread. And I encourage everybody to celebrate anything and everything, not just a sobriety milestone, but anything and everything. When, When we're newly sober, It can feel like a bit of a struggle sometimes, a lot of the time. And so it's important to celebrate every moment and everything that you do sober, which gets me back to what I said in the beginning about people who've gone on holiday sober. They've had work meetings. They've had family round for lunch and they haven't had a drink. You know, those things are worth celebrating. But it can be anything It can be the fact that you looked after yourself that day, that you ate breakfast, that you made your bed. Maybe you did some exercise. 
Maybe you showed up at work on time. You ticked off the thing on your to-do list that you've been putting off. All of those things, if you've never done them sober before, then celebrate doing them sober. There were lots of things that I just couldn't imagine doing sober. You know, in the past, if I had to write an email, I had to have a drink. If I had to make a phone call, I would have to have a drink. Even getting the kids through bath time and bedtime, I would need a drink to help me through it. So for me, it was a big thing to do all of those things and not have a drink in my hand, which is one of the reasons why I would go to bed and just say thank you and just acknowledge that I did it and I didn't drink my way through it. Um... So just, yeah, take a few moments and acknowledge and congratulate yourself for doing the thing that you didn't think you could do. That is often all you need. And I think that's probably the most important part of the celebration, recognising that you did this amazing thing without drinking and celebrate yourself for doing it. And also taking the time to celebrate yourself shows that you are worth it. You know, it's so easy just to say, oh, it's not that big a deal or we'll do something next time. But it is a big deal and you are absolutely worth it. You are worth it and deserving of the time, maybe the money that you spent on yourself. So... And I know it can be difficult, which is probably what happened to me earlier on. I I wanted to celebrate, but I kind of hit this block and I wasn't sure about, oh, do I really deserve to do this? Yes, absolutely, you do deserve to do it. And if this is something that you're struggling with, if you don't feel that you are worthy and deserving of celebrating, being celebrated, you know, the time, the space, the money even, then then let's get together and, and have a chat about this because it is a big block. If you don't feel that you truly deserve this, then it can make the journey a lot harder than it needs to be. It's a huge block to living a happy and fulfilled alcohol-free life. So if this resonates with you, if you've got experience of this and you're struggling, then do reach out to me. I'll leave all the links at the bottom, but you can send me an email or send me a message on Instagram. And let's talk about how I can maybe help you with the support of the membership or perhaps some one-to-one coaching. So don't struggle alone. And that goes for anything on this sober journey. If you are struggling, you don't want to struggle anymore, then I'm here for you. So, you know, don't wait, don't struggle alone. Reach out to me and let's start celebrating together. So back to celebration then. I think it's important to celebrate each and every moment that you that you do sober, basically. And how you do this is entirely up to you. 
But the most important thing to do is just to connect to the energy of that win and allow yourself a few moments or a whole day even to revel in the deliciousness of it. That's what I want you to do. So how else can you celebrate? And what can you do? I'm going to share some ideas of mine. They might be completely different to your idea of celebration, but that's okay. You know, we're all different. But hopefully you will get some ideas. This podcast is aimed to help you to start thinking and most importantly, maybe some planning about future celebrations. Having the intention and the idea that you are going to celebrate something when you achieve it actually makes it more likely that you will reach your milestone or achieve the goal that you've set yourself. So I'd like you to start thinking about how you're going to celebrate now, even if you haven't quite reached the point that you want to get to. Plan your celebration now and it's going to make it more inspiring, more motivational for you to get there. And obviously it'll give you something to look forward to. So plan your celebration right now. So what can you do? How can you celebrate? Well, you can buy something nice for yourself. It doesn't matter what it is or how expensive it is or isn't. Just the act of deciding, choosing and buying that something just for you is just so lovely. Maybe you could put aside some of the money that you're saving by not drinking. Maybe budget a percentage of it that will go towards your you fund, if you like. Money that you're going to spend on yourself. Another thing that you can do is... Maybe you can ask your friends, your family to spoil you when this occasion happens. If your family situation allows it or if you have some amazing friends, ask them to spoil you, to treat you, to come with you on your special day. And it doesn't have to be the whole day either. You know, just an hour or two is perfect. Some examples, on my birthday, I always ask for breakfast in bed. Now, I have to be direct and actually ask, give instructions and be specific because, you know, I've got boys and they're not great at picking up hints. So if you plan to celebrate with your friends and your family and you want to do something together, then get them involved because there's nothing worse than dropping all these hints and nobody picks up on them and then you're left feeling a bit disappointed and deflated. People aren't very good mind readers, I find. So you have to tell them and be direct. But just having breakfast in bed, for me, it's one of my favourite things to do. Because I get up quite early usually. I do most days actually get a cup of tea in bed. But I just love the idea of having that extra time in bed on my own eat something nice that I haven't had to make and just you know linger there with my cup of tea and my book that's a real treat for me so I always do that on birthdays which leads me to another idea which is alone time 
for me, alone time just feels so luxurious and it is such a treat because I very rarely get alone time that isn't spent working. I'm here right now alone in my car and I'm doing my podcast, which I love to do, but it still works. But apart from that, there's always already, always somebody there, you know, asking a question or whatever. So alone time for me is is a special treat. And a friend actually said, because we were talking about what I could buy to celebrate my big win. And I said a book. And she said, what's the point of buying a book if you don't have the peace and quiet to read it? And you know what? She's so right. So if you need time to indulge in the thing that you're going to celebrate with, whether that might be reading a book, then plan for it, ask for it, schedule it, book the appointment in your own calendar and then do that thing that you've planned. Even if it's just 10 minutes or an hour, you know, make it a priority and book that alone time. What else could you do? Well, as you know, I like to celebrate with food quite a lot. So eat something wonderful. That's always an amazing way to celebrate. And whether I cook a nice meal or even better, somebody cooks it for me. Or even if I just maybe splash out on something different for dessert. Food is a big part of my celebrations. And I think that, you know, when you're not drinking, the food just tastes so much better. And you can indulge a little bit because obviously you're not consuming all of those empty calories that comes with alcohol. And we had a little conversation about this again yesterday in, in a chat with one of my clients. And we're talking about how a lot of people, if they're drinking, they skip dessert. And the wonderful thing is that when you're not drinking, you can eat the dessert. So go on, treat yourself and eat the dessert. And also find something nice to drink. Just because you're not drinking alcohol doesn't mean that you can't have something nice to drink. So have a look around. Thankfully, there's so many gorgeous alcohol-free drinks available right now. And use a fancy glass. Make it special. Get the posh glasses out if you need to. Make, I don't know, some garnishes or some decorative ice cubes. Splash out on that alcohol-free drink that you've always wanted to try that perhaps you felt a little guilty about buying because let's face it, some of them are quite expensive and you might feel a bit of resistance to buying the alcohol-free gin or, you know, whatever it might be or the fever tree tonic. But don't, you know, this is your day, this is your moment and spend the money on yourself if that's what you want to do. So indulge yourself, indulge in the mocktail or the hot chocolate, a gorgeous hot chocolate with marshmallows and chocolate shavings on top. That's an absolute treat. So do that and enjoy it. And make a list of what you'd like to do. I've just shared some of the ideas that have come off the top of my head right now, but 
you know, if none of these ideas are inspiring you, then go away and think about your own. Write them down. Write a list of all the things that you'd like to do, buy, have, experience. How do you want to celebrate? Think about it. Um, do you want to, I don't know, go to the beach, have a spa day, have a massage or a haircut? Do you want to go rally driving or rock climbing? Do you want to learn a new skill, like I'm going to learn knitting? Do you want to join a membership, you know, buy a course, get that coaching that you've always wanted to do, learn that thing you've always wanted to learn? Do you want to go to bed early? Do you want to go to bed late? Do you want to watch telly all day? Do you want to go on a hike? Do you want to get your nails done, your ears pierced, buy those boots or the roller skates as one of our gorgeous members just did. She bought herself the most amazing pair of roller skates because she's had a tough week and she absolutely deserves it. So whatever it is that you want, you deserve it. So go on, have a think, write a list and keep it handy. And actually what you could do, which is another suggestion from one of the ladies in my membership, is when you've got your list, write the thing down on a separate little bits of paper, fold them up and put them in a, a desires jar or something. So whenever you come to celebrate, you can pull one of those things out of the jar and it's a nice surprise as well. And then you can do that thing that you have on your bit of paper to go and celebrate. Um, so yeah, I really hope that it's put you in a good mood. I hope this podcast has helped you to see that you can and should. I don't really like the word should, but when it comes to celebrations, I think we should celebrate more often. So I'd love you to have a think about what it is that you're going to celebrate. Remember, if you've got a goal that you're setting yourself, plan the celebration first. Plan it now. Okay, I want you to go away now and celebrate your wins. And let me know what are you celebrating right now and how are you going to celebrate it? I'd love to know. So send me an email. Um, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook so that I can celebrate with you. And remember, if you need more support, guidance and connection on your journey, if you need more people around you to celebrate with you, then come and join us in the Transform Support Membership. We'd love to welcome you. And of course, we'd love to celebrate your journey with you. So thanks so much for listening today. I feel like I've rambled on a little bit, but it is such a good topic and I want you to go away feeling inspired and happy and uplifted and ready to celebrate. If you liked this podcast, please go and leave a review over on iTunes. It just helps other people find it and get inspired and uplifted as well. So yeah, that's it. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. May it be filled with love and celebration. And I will see you very soon. Bye for now.